Have you ever woken up and you just can't shake that tired feeling? You just feel lethargic all day long? Or you go to get something done and you sit there and you're doing everything else but the thing you set out to do? You feel like you can't think or you let yourself get totally distracted and then hours later you've accomplished nothing? Or what about this? You have a list of things to do today, but you can't get off the couch. You have zero energy. Oh, I think we've all been there. I think we can all relate to this. So we're going to talk about it. Welcome to You Can Do Amazing Things, the podcast to help you get out of your own way and accomplish more in your life. I'm Holly Roman, and together we're going to unlock what's holding you back from your next goal and get you into action to step into your greatness and have the success you've been dreaming of. If you're looking for a positive place each week to grow and learn, get inspired to take your next steps so you could feel more success, joy, and happiness, meet me here every Thursday. It'll be like our weekly chat. We'll drink our coffee or favorite drink together, and we'll definitely have some fun learning, growing, and accomplishing your next amazing thing. Let's do this. If you felt a tinge of struggle here and there when it relates to feeling like you're stuck or you just can't get anything done or you don't want to do anything, know that you are not alone and you may need to just hit the pause button. On a personal note, I just had one of these weekends. Yep. Saturday, I woke up and I was just plain tired. I went on with my routine, hoping to shake it off, but I just didn't. I was just feeling blah all weekend and I couldn't figure out why. I even beat myself up about what I was not doing or not getting done. And after a while, I just stopped thinking. I just stopped thinking about what I wasn't getting done. And I went on to do something I knew I could just sit and enjoy. I dove into a new YouTube video and I just wanted to learn something. I learned about Tim Grover. Have you heard of him? He was so interesting. Tim Grover is a businessman. He's a speaker, personal trainer, and is probably best known to be the trainer to the most elite, iconic athletes in the world. And this is including the late Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, and Michael Jordan. He was on Impact Theory with Tom Bilyeu. And so I really enjoyed listening to his thoughts. And he talked about mental toughness and having a, me- a winning mentality. Ugh. So now I got his book and I'm listening to it on Audible. And it's called Relentless, From Good to Great to Unstoppable. I love it so far. On his website, you can sign up for a weekly email with what he calls a reality check. And in the video, he, he has a short video. And I loved what he said. He says this. Wouldn't it be great to start every week off with a win? It's possible. But in order to do that, you have to start off each week with a reality check. Listen, it may not be what you want to hear, but it's what you need to hear. Start off each week with clarity, with calmness, controlling the chaos, getting those butterflies to go in the same direction. Your reality can be everything you want it to be. Your life can be everything you want it to be. And then he goes on, but I really loved that. Controlling the chaos and getting those butterflies to go all in the same direction. Like, you know, when we're anxious and we're nervous and we have those butterflies, controlling those to go in the way we need them to go. I just loved that. After listening to him, I told you I got the book. So I'll link it below if you also want to check out the book. And so then I started reading more and more about when he was Michael Jordan's trainer. And you know, I'm from Chicago, you probably know that, and I love Michael Jordan. (laughs) I got lost a little bit in that one. Down a rabbit hole, as they say. 
One thing, though, I thought was really interesting was that Michael Jordan said in this one article, he said, I didn't pay Tim Grover to train me. I paid him not to train anyone else. (laughs) I thought that was so interesting. Then later after dinner on Sunday, after all this through the weekend, listening to the interview, then learning more about someone I found intriguing, then getting his book, and so on and so on. (laughs) After I showered and got cozy in my jammies Sunday night, I went downstairs and I turned on The Last Dance, which is the documentary about Michael Jordan and the Bulls. I absolutely love it. And this was the second time around I started watching it. The point being is I needed all of this. This was my break, like self-care. And you know what? I felt so much better Monday morning. Needing to know when you need a break and what you need at those times might be elusive and sometimes hard to figure out. There are so many factors that come into play in this one when we actually need a break. We might be overwhelmed or tired or stressed, in pain, a whole slew of things. Sometimes we might not even stop running on our own hamster wheel to even feel what we are needing. It's really important to know when to stop and just take that much needed break or it could get worse. So that is one of the most important pieces of this, understanding why you're feeling this way, because sometimes that will show you more of what you need. First, you should ask yourself the basics to see if you're feeling the way you are for a physical reason, like, have I had any water today? What have I eaten? Have I moved my body in the last one or two days? How was my sleep last night? Even asking those questions, they really can tell you a lot about why you're feeling a certain way. But get those questions out of the way first, because sometimes it's just that we're dehydrated or, you know, we haven't moved our bodies and those endorphins aren't moving around. So we feel sluggish and like we don't want to do anything. And then it's a vicious cycle. I know for me, there are some days where as a day goes on and then it's not like a day I've worked out and then all of a sudden I'm just feeling so crummy. I'm sitting there trying to figure out what the heck's wrong and then it hits me. I have hardly had any water. That's a big one for sure. But what happens if you're on track with all of those things? You're eating right, you're drinking water, all of that. But then what? (laughs) What could it be? This is when you really need to be in touch with how you are because everyone is different with different personality styles. But let me suggest a few things that might help and then I'll tell you what a lot of times works for me. So this is the second piece to understanding why you're like this. And so if you're a person that likes to talk things through, you need to call a friend and have them be a sounding board for you because a lot of times talking to a friend, being able to vent will help you identify what might be going on. A third way to help you with this, if you're not the let me talk it through type of person, another effective way is to journal it out. Journal like you'd talk to yourself. Just write on a piece of paper or on your computer and see what comes out that way. It could really make you feel better and you might just see what's going on. And then there's one more. And I think it's funny because I just heard Tim Grover say this in his book and it's number four and it's to not think anymore. Sometimes we can go crazy overthinking and sometimes we just need to rest and just be. This may not work for some people, but listen, this past weekend, I was thinking and I was thinking, what's, what's wrong with me and why can't I get anything done? And just stopping that useless thinking loop and doing something totally different shifted my whole state. I got into something I enjoyed and then I started to feel relaxed and then I watched something enjoyable. All of this gave me the time I needed to unwind and relax. 
I really thought why I was like this. And it might have been that I was overwhelmed and I really didn't realize it was because I didn't allow myself to stop and relax. It might have been because I had a lot of pain in my back this week, or it might have been that I was just lacking sleep. It might have been even from the whirlwind of moving one of our daughters into college, getting into the school routines with our other daughter, and all the volleyball games, volunteering, all of that. It was a busy week. So who knows? But my body was telling me, stop and rest. And this really was a sign. So to stop thinking and give myself the option to relax and have it be okay, that was the key for me. Maybe this might be one for you to try. Let's talk about more things you can do to give yourself a break from the overwhelm. And it doesn't have to be what I did. I won't list those again, but remember those ideas to learn something new, read or listen to a new book, or watch a show that makes you happy, just as a reminder. But here are some other great ideas and a few I've also done that, you know, they work really well. Number one, get outside. Sometimes if you're already doing something like you're taking a walk every morning as part of your routine, this might not be enough. You might have to step outside of that routine and maybe it's going for a walk in a nearby park or a new botanical garden or riding your bike outside and, you know, enjoying the nature that way or sitting outside by the fire, something new. I really think getting outside, there's so much science behind it. It cures so many things. It clears your mind and the fresh air makes you feel so good and it really can reset your mood. Number two, protect what you consume. What do I mean by this? Do you ever feel frustrated or anxious when you're looking at social media? I don't even mean the comparison game here. I mean frustration or anxiety because things you're consuming are reminding you of the things that you're not finished with or the things you haven't done yet. For example, someone showing you their organized closet or pantry and that's on your to-do list and it's not done. So then you feel frustrated. Or someone who's saying how they just got done planning their entire month of content and you are so exhausted you haven't even finished your work from last week. This kind of thing. I guess that is a comparison in a way, but here, I mean, it's reminding you of all the things you have to get done. This is not helping. (laughs) It's not helping the feeling of anxiety or overwhelm that you might be feeling, right? So be aware of it. Only soak in things that can make you feel relaxed at these times. Maybe something you can laugh at, or maybe some soothing music you can put on, or a calming video, these kind of things. Or maybe you'd benefit from just setting your phone aside for half a day and forgetting it. Ooh, that could be a good one. (laughs) Okay, let's move on to number three. Find some small project to get lost in. The key here is to do something that isn't pressing or necessary, but one you would want to do and that sounds like fun. Like getting lost in, I don't know, organizing your jewelry drawer (laughs) and rediscovering cool earrings you've never worn or redoing your spice cabinet because you love to cook and smell spices and you love getting it all tidied up. That makes your heart sing. Or cleaning up your counter with the papers that need organizing. You get the point. You want to get lost in something that doesn't require thinking, but will allow you to feel a sense of accomplishment when it's all done. And besides, the actual job, the organizing or the cleaning up of an area, whatever it is, will help your mind to feel clear and less cluttered after. We have two more. Number four, create something. You get a lot of pleasure from creating something with your own hands, whether that be doing a craft you love or cooking or baking something or maybe painting something, building something. There's the list goes on. It all just depends on what your talents or hobbies are. I really love hearing what people's unique hobbies are. 
We have a friend who is an orthopedic surgeon, and I know he's so busy, but when he needs a break to relax, he has the coolest hobby. He paints miniature military figurines. So when I say hobby, that might even just be an understatement here. I want to tell you, when we were at their house, he went to show us his room. He had an entire room filled with these little figurines, different soldiers, different wars. I I can't even describe it. It was filled. It was just amazing. And I can't imagine how many hours was put into every single piece of this collection. It was, it was incredible. It doesn't have to be an elaborate or fancy hobby. That was just a fun story. But maybe it's just something small or different that you normally don't do. Make some cookies or make a new dip to try. I don't know. Go get some flowers and plant some pots for the yard. Anything creative that you can do that will be fun and it will put you in a different state. That's the point. Okay, last one. Number five could be my favorite. Hug your furry friend, your dog, your cat, whatever cute animal you have at home. Not to replace any love that you can get and receive from your spouse or your kids, but there's just something different about snuggling up with your dog or your cat. I don't have a cat, but if you do, it's the same here. You snuggle with them, you give them love and kisses, and they don't have to leave to go to their friend's house, or they don't have to say, mom, I have to go finish my homework. Mom, I have to go. (laughs) Animal therapy is just the best. Before we wrap it up, remember, only you are the best judge of what you need and what will help you. I want to be mindful of the fact that these ideas are not to treat any kind of depression or mental illness. If you think you have more symptoms that could be more serious, please talk to your doctor or find a professional therapist and get some help. Pay attention to your symptoms and don't wait to get the help you need. We can all have times when we're overwhelmed or stressed, anxious, or just plain tired. And we need to remember to just take that time for us to rest. Take that break. It's healthy and it will help you recharge and it will make you feel refreshed for what's ahead. Before I do my quick recap, think about how you're feeling. Have you been stuck lately or have you felt a little anxious or overwhelmed? Have you done something about it? Have you done anything to give yourself a little bit of self-care or just some time to sit and relax? If not, please take some time this week. Okay, do it. I will read the list again of some ideas, but you know what's going to help you recharge. Before we list out the things to do for that break, knowing why you might be feeling this way will help you tremendously. It will help you know what you need or at least help you to understand yourself better. Remember to ask yourself the basics. Have I had any water today? What have I eaten? Have I moved my body in the last one or two days? How was my sleep last night? Those are the basics. And then the other three ways we spoke about to try and understand why you're feeling this way, talk it out with a friend, journal and to write to help you figure it out, or (laughs) stop thinking and leave it there for a while. Stop the overthinking loop that's unproductive. Okay, here's the list of things you can do to give yourself a break that we talked about. Number one, learn something new. Two, read or listen to a new book. Three, watch a show or movie that you love. Four, get outside. Five, protect what you consume. Six, find a small project to get lost in. And seven, hug your furry friend. When I was thinking about things for this list, I felt like I could keep going and going. I was hearing my girlfriend say, well, what about this? No, you have to add that. (laughs) So there are a lot of ways we can give ourselves a good dose of self-care. Giving ourselves some rest and some downtime, it's an absolute necessity for our well-being. 
Let's not forget the importance of letting go of that stress and overwhelm. Stopping to take a break so we don't get to a point where we feel anxious or stuck or have weekends like I just had. (laughs) So here is your action item. This weekend or week, whenever you're listening to this, what are you going to do to take a break for your own well-being? Schedule it and do it. I want to end with this quote from one of the best, Oprah Winfrey. Breathe, let go, and remind yourself that this very moment is the only one you know you have for sure. Thank you so much for listening and spending time with me today. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Please share it with a friend who you think would enjoy it as well. If you haven't done so, I would love it if you could give me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean so much to me and it would help get the word out for the podcast. I will look forward to next week. Seeing you here, same time, same place. Have a great week.